God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Are you a confident person? And what does that mean? And in what or whom do you have confidence? How are you confident? You know, I remember reading a t-shirt in a backpacking store in Colorado a few years ago, and I can't remember the scenario it had, but it had a cartoonist depiction of some kind of situation that was about to get really bad. And it involved a camper and a grizzly bear or a camper and a cliff, some such thing. And it said, confidence is that feeling you get just before you fully grasp the gravity of the situation. Well, I've been there. You know, I was perfectly confident until things went south and I realized that I was in big trouble. Well, you know, in life, we have two things that we have to battle. One is fear and one is pride. Now, confidence might be where we want to be, but even that can be tenuous at best if that confidence is in ourselves or if it is in other people uh, who are frail and temporary. Uh, Fear and pride both are a function of going through life alone. If I accomplish something great and I think it's just me, then that results in pride. If I am in over my head, which happens frequently, and I think I'm all by myself, I end up being fearful. Second Kings 20 is the story of King Hezekiah, I think in many ways a good man. The first part of chapter 20 is the story of how God answered his prayer and delivered his city and spared his life from a, a disease that would have killed him. The second part of the story is in much easier times when things were going well and uh, the king of Babylon showed up, expressed some sort of uh, interest in the miracle that God had done, and Hezekiah showed him everything, showed him the treasure, showed him silver, gold, ointment, house of armor and everything, and was in some sense putting his faith and dependence perhaps in the king of Babylon. And God said, I'm going to judge you because of this. In both cases, you had fear and you had pride that was governed by a recognition of God's actual presence. And that is true in your life and my life today as well. You see, humility is the recognition of God's presence. It it is realizing that you're not alone. In uh, verse 5, this is what happened. God had had come to send a messenger to the king and said, uh, you're going to die and not live. So that's pretty pretty direct. You're, You're going to die. What that means is you're not going to live. And the Bible says the king turned his face to the wall. We talked about having your back to the wall. Well, the king turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord. He beseeched God. He asked God. And God, after he'd already said, get your house in order because you're going to die, sent a message back to the king and said, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. And then he goes on to say further, I'm going to deliver this city out of the, ha- the hand of the Assyrians for my name's sake. So here's, here's a man who turned to God, sought God, and overcame a fearful situation because of his dependence on God. You know, problems never play fair. They never, they never hunt alone. They, they come in packs, and they never come at the right time. So many things that are problems, I can say, well, if this hadn't happened now, I, I'd be able to handle this problem. Well, if, if it had happened at an opportune time, it wouldn't be a problem at all. Half of what makes a problem a problem is the inopportune time at which it appears. So humility is just the recognition of God's presence. Here's a king who was in over his head, sought God, and had an answer to prayer. 
Okay, what about the uh, the second half of the story? When he kind of, the Bible says in the, the this account in 2 Chronicles 32, his heart was lifted up. He was healthy, he was wealthy, he was secure, and he got he got kind of a complacent. And God, God said, I'm going to judge judge you for this. And to his credit, the Bible says he humbled himself. So in both cases, both in danger and then later apparent prosperity, humility is just the recognition of God's presence in your story. So two questions we can ask ourselves. Number one is, when do I ask? That is to say, when do I pray? If I'm taking all these problems on alone by myself every day, then I'm acting as if I'm an orphan and I'm not. I belong to God. Uh, God said, I will, I will answer your prayer. And then he says, I will deliver the city for my sake. Well, look, when I belong to God and I give my life to God, I can give my problems to God. My problems are, are his. My life is his. And I am his. So when do you ask? Secondly, whom do you thank? You know, it's, it's actually in some ways more dangerous to be in prosperity than to be in need. Because when we're in need, we know we need God. And when we're in prosperity, we can fool ourselves into thinking that we're self-sufficient and we're not. So whom do you thank? You know, who you thank indicates who you trusted in the first place. If um, I am in over my head and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious and fearful and then somehow, you know, I get out of my situation, then that, that automatically leads to pride. Hey, look what I did. If I'm in over my head and I trust God in my fear, then I need to acknowledge God in my provision. That is for his provision for me. So when do you ask and whom do you thank? Anytime you worry, anytime you brag, you could be realizing the, the, the presence of a living God. So humility, it's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less, less perhaps, as we've often heard. And it is the recognition of God's presence in your life.